Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing? You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's geico.com. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. You have three daughters? I, I don't, <laughs> how do I know? This is Dan Patrick. Uh, made it to a Friday final hour Traeger Meet Friday. Glad to have you on board. We'll be busy during this final hour. The uh, actor, Josh Dumel, Vikings fan, will join us coming up. Also, Ross Tucker, former NFL lineman, one of our favorites. He will join us coming up as well. It appears as if the Browns have found their guy in Josh McDaniels. At least preliminary reports Say he's the leader in the clubhouse. He's actually the leader in Cleveland because he's there today with his wife and uh, meeting with the Cleveland Browns. I don't think it's a one-way trip. I think eventually he'll go back to New England maybe to pack up things, but it appears as if Josh McDaniels is Cleveland's guy. Yes, Todd? What efforts do you think the Patriots have made? I know you said earlier that uh, it's not a big loss to the Patriots if he moves on to try to keep him. What would it take to keep McDaniels there? Give him some kind of tight time frame as to when Belichick's going to be done there? Well, you know... Maybe when he went back there, that's when you meet with Robert Kraft to say, just give me a time frame here. But Belichick's not going to tell you anything. He doesn't even know. Maybe his girlfriend knows, but I don't, I don't think Belichick's telling you, hey, I've got five more. It's not like Brady or Breeze where, hey, I'm going to come in a quarterback until I'm 45. He's not coming out and saying, I'm going to coach until I'm 75. I, I don't know how long he'd stay, but... If I'm Josh McDaniels, you got an opportunity to coach a team that you think has a lot of potential. They have a lot of weapons. He's an offensive-minded guy. You went out to Norman, Oklahoma to scout Baker Mayfield prior to the draft. You're familiar with him. Are you sold on him? And if you are, go in there. you got to do a makeover with that locker room. That'll be the first order of business for Josh McDaniels if, if he is the Cleveland Browns head coach. But uh, I think this is an upgrade over Freddie Kitchens, but I don't know... Josh McDaniels didn't do well his first go-round in Denver. Uh, you know, let's see what he's learned uh, this time around if he gets that opportunity in Cleveland. I, I want to mention a couple of things here because some people are nervous that the show is going away. There were uh, reports, published reports, that AT&T is uh, – they're, they're making changes with the audience channel. And AT&T is my boss. Uh, but that's going to change here. And uh, the next couple of months. Now, the radio show continues. Nothing's changing with the radio show. All we're doing is finding a new TV partner. That's it. So people were upset that, you know, you keep talking about the last show. The last show is years from now. You know, follow on social media 
And if, if you have questions, we're going to put out an email to anybody who has a question about this to just give you what is going on right now. We're not going away. Love doing it and uh, never been more excited about the possibilities of what we're going to have. And we're going to have uh, opportunities with other TV partners. We're meeting with them uh, as we speak with the potential of taking this show and putting it on another network. But uh, some people have asked, uh, just heard on audience TV uh, that they're canceling the show. I tape it daily. I watch it when I get home at night. Where can I find it? Uh, Here's another one. There's a lot of talk about last show today. What's going on? Um, it, now that's a running joke, our last show, because that's when we're going to give you all of the stories that we hint and uh, give you names attached to some of those stories. Uh, we're active sports watchers and your uh, TV show is the only sports show that we tape daily and watch over and over. Uh, what's happening? Uh, all the last show talk is depressing. Please tell me the TV side of the DP show is not going away. I've been a loyal watcher since 2008. It's not going away. It'll go away temporarily, but that's only because we're going to be uh, separating from AT&T. And they carried this show. And uh, they, you know, they directed and produced this show. So now we have to find out you know, where, where our next uh, partner is. But the radio show will continue. Absolutely. Have my word on it. That Nothing will change. You'll never know any difference with that. TV side of this, we're still going to put out TV portions uh, of the show on social media, but the actual, you know, three hours of a broadcast on a TV partner, that is being worked out as we speak. But uh, we're going to have the Super Bowl. We'll be on TV and radio there. And then after that is when we start to wind down our relationship with AT&T and DirecTV. Yes, you. And that's when we all start showing up in sweatpants. Yeah, that's first thing McLovin said <laughs> when I said, you know, hey, we'll probably be done with TV at the end of February, perhaps. And he goes, yes, I can wear sweatpants every day. And it's not like we dress that formally. No. I'm looking around the room right now. It won't make a huge difference. <laughs> Princey's going to wear a bathrobe in here. Yes, Paul. It's like that time Josh Jumel, our buddy, came in studio in Los Angeles and said, you guys are on TV? I thought it was a radio show. He came in dressed for radio. And I said, wait, what made you think that we were only on radio? We had all these lights and all these cameras. And then Josh Jumel came in and he joins us now. Josh. Are you there? Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I, I'm doing okay. Where are you right now? I am. I pulled over on the side of the road uh, after dropping my son off, and I uh, wanted to talk a little football with you guys. So I turned on the radio a little early, and I heard my name, and my son was like, "Dad, they just said your name." <laughs> and then, of course, his next question was, "What's a hot guy? What is hot guy? What does that mean?" I go, "What do you?" <laughs> What do you think it means? I, I, you know, it's, a super, it's a superhero. I think your son needs to just look in the mirror, and then he'll know what hot guy is. <laughs> he actually thought it was a superhero, and I just let him believe that. No, you are. You're in Transformers. I mean, you are kind of a superhero. You just didn't. Did you tell him you didn't get drafted in the hot yeah, guy draft? But I'm not that, so he doesn't think of me as that superhero. Oh, he, oh okay. All right. Well, it's good to have you on. The Christmas card was great. Uh, picture of you and Axel. So uh, thank you for sending that. My my uh, daughters always get a big kick out of that. They go, did we get the do mail credit, uh, Christmas card? And uh, so thank you for sending that. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, How are you guys? Uh, great. Yeah, we're all good. Are you ner- How nervous are you with uh, this game of the Vikings in San Francisco? I'm more excited than anything. You know, I was in New Orleans last week for the game. 
and I was nervous about that because, you know, we were big underdogs. But uh, it came out, you know, the Vikings, in my opinion, they can beat anybody if they play like that. You know, if Cousins is playing well, uh, if the defense is flying around and, you know, knocking the quarterback off his spot, there's a chance. So I feel good. I feel excited. Um, I know that we're going to be underdogs again, but, you know, that's why they play the games, Dan. Are you going to the game? I am. I'm leaving here in about two hours. I'm going to meet my dad. Nice. Uh, my girl and her dad are all gone. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so it's going you're, to be a, a you, good weekend. Wait, you buried the lead. Your girl? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Josh Dumel in love, question mark? There you go. <laughs> do you want to yeah. give me any details that here? Those, that was one of those things that I wish I didn't. As I was saying it, I was wishing <laughs> I If I was going to compare your new girlfriend to a quarterback. My new girlfriend to a quarterback? Uh, Patrick Mahomes? Oh, Okay. Young, versatile. <laughs> she 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 sure. she can throw the deep sure. ball. <laughs> she's she's ambidextrous. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good. That's good. That's good. You got a, a a new woman in your life. That's good. Very happy for you. You know, you need a break. My dad's a big Vikings fan, so it all works out. Do you, you know? love her more than you love the Vikings? Oh God! Um, <laughs> of course I do, Dad. Of course I do. Of course, you love her more than you do the Vikings. Of course, I okay. Do. That's the right. That's the right. This. Uh, mem- remember when you called me after the Vikings lost in the playoffs? Like you were in the parking lot, weren't you? Uh, you were leaving. They. Which time was this? I mean, which time was it? Every year they find a new way to break my heart. Was this the? Uh, was this against the the uh, the one against the Seahawks in that freezing yes. cold? Yes. 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 That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Do I remember that? Yeah, I just remember you were you were like it, you were so despondent. I don't even know if you knew what you were doing or saying. You're just you were just so so bummed out when you're going. You know, how do you miss a I'll field never, goal? I'll, I'll never forget the shuffle, like the, the the silence walking out of that stadium. Nobody was talking. It was freezing. All you heard was the shuffling of snow boots <laughs> leaving that place. And so when we were leaving. Uh, the the stadium in New Orleans this last weekend, I felt for them, you know. They were like, it was kind of the same thing. They were not expecting to get beat like that. And there's just this this despondent, depressed, uh, you know, confused feeling that these the, the, the fans of New Orleans had. And, you know, God bless them, they were really cool. Unlike the ones in Philadelphia a couple of years ago, they were Ooh. terrible. That's um, a tough place. But, yeah, it was, it was uh, yeah, the Philly fans are tough, no doubt. But, you know, it was so we're all excited, but we also knew what it felt like to be in their shoes. So, anyway, we're hoping for a win this week. How much confidence you have in Kirk D. Cousins? Well, if Kirk shows up and plays pissed off, he's much better, in my opinion. I mean, I like the Kirk that we had like midway through the season, where you know he, he was he was getting a lot of a lot of. Uh, I don't know, what do you want to call it from, you know, Thielen and Diggs and everybody else, 
you know, they were they were kind of turning on him, and that's when he kind of started letting loose and not playing so safe. And when he plays like that, I think he's great. Uh, but when he tries to play within this little thing and doesn't doesn't uh, I don't know move around the pocket or try to make things happen outside the play, he just is average. But he can also be great, and he was great last week. That's what I'm hoping plays this week. He's Josh Dumel. He's an actor, Vikings fan. He's the face of North Dakota tourism, and he's in love, and he'll be at the game with the uh, 49ers. By the way, you won a daytime, daytime Emmy, right? I did. I did. That was uh, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series on All My Children. Where is your Emmy? It's uh, sitting on my, my shelf at home. Okay. Right. Yeah, because I got a, I got a few of them in here. Where are your numerous Where are your numerous awards that I was just listening to? They're all over the place. In fact, that's why I built a new man cave. I just didn't have enough space for all these awards. It, it's I know. It, it's not a man cave. It's called a mantle. It's just uh, it's just where you put all your awards here. It's so so many awards here. If I said you could have a Golden Globe or the Vikings go to the Super Bowl. I'm taking the Golden Globe all day. <laughs> At least you're honest. Unlike you, I don't, I don't, I don't feel any guilt, you know, being away from the family. If I'm going to go get the award, <laughs> well, safe travels up there. And uh, if you want to call me, if, you know, if the Viking win or lose, you can call me from the parking lot if you want to. I want to, I want to know who you're picking. <sighs> because you're on the line, I'll take the Vikings. How's that? Come on, seriously. Do you think that do you think we got a shot? Yes. 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 How do we beat the Niners? You got to be smart. And I think if you put pressure if you put pressure on Garoppolo because we haven't seen him in this situation and you don't right. have to bring any extra help, you have four guys and you put pressure on him. Cook is able to run the ball successfully and you get a couple of plays from Kirk Cousins, then you can win that game. Yeah, I agree. Hey, uh, safe travels, and uh, happy you're in love, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Later, that, boys. That's Josh Dumel. Yeah. I think we broke some news there. I, I don't know who the uh, girlfriend is, but you know, maybe we need to Google something. Say, check his Twitter or something. Yes, he uh, Checked. And? Uh, this is going to surprise you. But she's hot. She's stunning. We saw that coming. <laughs> What a shocker. Yeah, Paul. Whose career Ooh. and looks would you rather have? Josh Dumel, Jimmy Garoppolo. Two different fields. Dumel's got a much longer run, and his resume is unreal. I'd rather have Jimmy G. Really? Well, he's young. Yeah, he's not young. I mean, Josh just turned 47. But he has two Super Bowl rings that he didn't earn. <laughs> it's like that Josh didn't date two girls that were with his roommate. You know, like he got, you know what I'm saying? What? Stay with me. I, I'm going Dumel. You don't have to get hit. I'm going Dumel all day. All day. He's, okay. he's 47 years old. Oh, I know. I know. I know. He's killing it. His girlfriend is Miss Earth or something like that, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, Miss World or something. Like, what? <laughs> Miss Milky Way, and he's dating her. Like, he had to leave our, our, our continent because he ran out of hot girls here, Dumel. That's is what that I heard. What, that what I heard. Do you know that I work with somebody at the mothership? <laughs> Hopefully he's still not working. Driving his son around, too. By the no, way. no, no. He dropped off his son. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, Axel got dropped off. By the way, you talk about a gorgeous little boy, his son. Oh, man. Who would have thought that? 
But his, his little boy, Axel, he's a, he's a cute boy. I worked with somebody at the mothership who lived in New York and said he had basically dated everybody in New York and then he left to go to another. He went to Boston because he said he had sort of he, he had done what he needed to do in New York, so he was going to Boston. You know, try out a new city. Yeah. You know, that burden of, of being gorgeous. You know, I'd hate to be saddled with that. You know, I, would. I just want to be taken seriously yeah. for my work. <laughs> I'm already shallow. I would love the looks to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're showing the video. Remember? Oh, God. He sent me a video from Africa. He was with, I don't know if he was with this girl, but he was, he's showing me the landscape here of Africa. He's on a safari or something. And this is Josh Dumel showing me this. And then all of a sudden, the camera goes in on him taking a shower. <laughs> I'm assuming that whoever he went on that trip with was taking the video of him in the shower. But then he, he stares into the camera. He would, se- <laughs> he would send me a picture or a video, and he'd go, hey, not for use on the show. <laughs> i like, oh, okay, good thing you told me that. Uh, he's a good sport. The uh, question is, is... Minnesota going to break his heart again. All right, we'll take a break. Ross Tucker is going to join us coming up. I got some stats that I want to uh, throw your way. I got to ask Ross Tucker, former NFL lineman, about some of these things the Giants were saying, Dave Gettleman and the running attack and how important the run game is. And just felt like he was trying to validate the, you know, the pick of uh, Saquon Barkley. By, this, by the way, this program brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. The all-new GT four-door coupe. Because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you miss any of our interviews from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, go to the Dan Patrick Show app, watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, Mercedes-AMG driving performance. 18 after the hour, we'll break down the NFL playoff action right after this. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's get, get it. it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Okay, now. you're calling your shot again. A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars and LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Told Paulie to check the weather at Lambeau. They have snow. They're asking for volunteers to shovel snow at Lambeau. Is there going to be snow during the game? 
right now it looks like 22 degrees at kickoff in Green Bay, uh, a 60% chance of light snow. Mm. Light snow. I would take light snow. I don't want it to impact the game, but I do want it to enhance the viewing, make it pretty. Is there any other place where snow looks great during a game than Lambeau? You know, Kansas City has more snow than you would think it has for football games. They get they get hit. But do they get more like their their weather is storm weather. Like it feels like it's a little bit more violent than Green Bay. Maybe that's the winds. Rain. Yeah, McLovin. What I don't like is remember the Giants game that was like so cold recently? The one I think the year the Giants beat the Patriots, oh seven, it was like minus ten degrees at yeah, night. Yeah. I hate those games. No, that's games. not good. That's the worst. Uh, the Ravens led the league in rushing. They averaged over 200 yards rushing during the regular season. That's the first time a team has averaged more than 200 since 1977. But also, the Ravens led the NFL in scoring. So they're the first team since 1988 to lead the league in scoring and rushing. But I don't. do we look at them as a rushing team, or is that where you make your mistake and think that they're a rushing team? Because... Your quarterback also led the league in touchdowns. But you have uh, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. They meet on Sunday. This is the third time, all time, in the divisional round or, or later of quarterbacks who have both been under 25 years of age. Dan Marino and Bernie Kosar matched up. That was 1986. Dante Culpepper and Aaron Brooks. That was 2001 and now Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. By the way, I think they're separated by three days. Their birthdays are three days apart. Deshaun Watson and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Paul. Kansas City weather, they're going to get hit with snow on Saturday. It's going to get four to six. But then Sunday looks like a nice day, 37 degrees at kickoff. Let's bring in Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker football podcast. Westwood One NFL analyst calling the Titans-Ravens game Saturday night. Former NFL offensive lineman and host of Home and Home on Radio.com app and calling the uh, Titans-Ravens game. Uh, Ross, thanks for joining us. Nobody's come up with a game plan this year to stop the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. What will the Titans do that will be different this weekend? Dan, that is the question, and I'm sure Dean Pease and Mike Vrabel will try to come up with something you know, it's weird because the Titans are the only team in the AFC playoffs that haven't already played the Ravens. Now, I personally think that that's a disadvantage because I think when you go against the Ravens, it's almost like going against Army or Navy or Air Force, right, in college football. Your your scout team just can't really replicate it very well. I know they had Mariota trying to do it this week. Mm. It's just not the same. The running backs, the linemen, they have a tough time replicating the mesh point and how they do everything. And so what happens is you get out there in the game, your scout team didn't do a great job, and now everything's so much faster than you thought it would be. Next thing you know, they go down and they score the first two touchdowns. I mean, it's happened almost every game they've played. It's the same way when you play the academies or the option teams. So I do think it's an advantage for the Ravens that unlike the Texans or the Chiefs or the Patriots, this will be the first time the Titans are getting a look at it. The flip side, though, would be, you know, maybe they could come up with something different. But, Dan, people have tried everything. Yeah. I mean, they've tried to hit Lamar as much as they can. They've tried to take away the dive and let Lamar run. They've tried to take away Lamar, give him the dive. I mean, it's, 
if if there was something new to be tried, I would think that everyone else would have been able to at least give it a shot over the last 14 weeks. My guess is they'll try to mix it up and confuse Lamar Jackson. Personally, I would take out Lamar on every play. That would be the focus. I'd take my chances with the running backs, you know, getting five to seven yards up the middle. But what is different this year as opposed to this Lamar Jackson and these Ravens last year when they bowed out against the Chargers? It's a great question, and the answer is uh, the offense has evolved and they've committed more to it, which, by the way, is unbelievable. Like, there are quotes, you know, prepping for the game, Dan, that in the Ravens media notes, they have a quote from John Harbaugh saying in May, in May, during OTAs, I think we're going to revolutionize the way football is played in the NFL. I think we're going to change the game. I mean, if they go on to win the Super Bowl and they got a great chance, that's like one of the all-time calling your shots. I mean, in May, to say we're going to change, and then they do it? I mean, like he gave everybody fair warning. He told everybody (laughs) this was coming, and now it is. So what they've done is they've built on – they only had a couple of run game concepts with Lamar Jackson last year. This year, they've built on that. And then the whole passing game is now based off of all of the run action stuff. I mean, when you have a guy like Eric Weddle, who's 35 years old, played forever, saying he didn't know where the ball was half the time when the Rams played the Ravens, that's a pretty good indicator of part of the reason why the Ravens are having so much success. Give me the team that has the best chance of pulling off the upset. Vikings. Absolutely Vikings. I don't understand this betting line for the second weekend in a row. I thought the Saints were giving them too many points. I think the Saints are a better team right now than the 49ers. I mean, Dan, the Vikings have a top eight quarterback in Kirk Cousins, top five running back Dalvin Cook, top five wide receiver duo Thielen and Diggs, top five DN duo Griffin and Daniil Hunter. Kendricks is an all-pro linebacker. They're battle-tested. They've played in a lot of playoff games the last couple of years. I don't get it. I mean, I, I still think the Niners – maybe win like 24-23, but I love the Vikings with the points. I think it's a true toss-up game. The only real advantage, I think, for San Francisco is they're coming off a bye, and it's a short week for the Vikings. But especially after they went down there and whipped up on the Saints, those guys are feeling sky high right now. I mean, that was no fluke, Dan. They dominated the game. Frankly, if it wasn't for Taysom Hill, that might have been a blowout. (laughs) Uh, would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Jimmy Garoppolo? For this game or moving forward? This game. This game, I'll go Cousins. Uh, and now, listen, everybody say, oh, Jimmy G's first playoff game. Jimmy G's first. Listen to me. I mean, think about what Garoppolo did down there in New Orleans against the Saints or the two third and 16s against the Rams in a game they had to have or how he played against the Seahawks week 17. I mean, Garoppolo has come up big in a bunch of clutch situations recently and deserves a lot of credit for that. But I I just think Cousins has kind of been there, done that, has a little bit more to prove, and I think he's got a better receiving core, and they're feeling it after they won. I'm telling you right now, Dan, the winner of that game is going to the Super Bowl. The winner of the Niners and the Vikings is going to the Super Bowl. Because if it's the Niners, then they're going to host either Green Bay or Seattle in the conference championship game, and I feel good about them winning that. If it's the Vikings, I don't care that they have to go on the road. 
Minnesota, after they would have won at the Superdome and at San Francisco, that would tell me that those guys are playing at a really high level. Either way, I think the winner of that game is going to the Super Bowl. We're talking to Ross Tucker. He'll be uh, on the broadcast for Westwood One. Titans and Ravens, that'll be Saturday night. The Cleveland Browns, looks like they're zeroing in on Josh McDaniels. Uh, If that's the case, what do you think? I like it. Um, I played for Josh in 05 and 06 in New England. Uh, He's extremely bright. And the aspects of it that I like from a Browns perspective are, number one, he's from there. So immediately that will ingratiate him with the fans, which I think is a positive. But from a strictly football standpoint, been a head coach before. Now, I would have loved Ron Rivera or Mike McCarthy in Cleveland because of their track record of success as head coaches and the idea that they could get Odell and Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield to fall in line with what they say. They've got kind of those strong personalities. But I do think McDaniels has enough cachet having been in New England this long, all of the Super Bowls, Tom Brady's coach, et cetera. But I do think he'll get those guys to listen, and they'll believe that he can put them in the best position to succeed. He also loved Baker Mayfield coming out, and I think he'll be able to say to Baker and show Baker some of the things that Tom did on and off the field to get Baker to be a little bit more Brady-esque. As uh, a man who once blocked for Tom Brady, or at least tried to block for Tom Brady, right? Yeah. Uh, what, where do you think Brady is going to be next year? I still think it's New England. Um, I think when it comes down to it, I, I think Brady wants to be in New England. I think Mc, uh, Robert Kraft definitely doesn't want him going anywhere else. The wild card to me is really Belichick. You know, it's been well documented that Belichick did not want to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. And I wonder if Belichick starts to push back on Kraft a little bit. I don't think Belichick would give him an ultimatum per se, but he might say, listen, you know, we did this once, but now it's now we got to move on, Bob. Or does Belichick try to grind Brady on the contract? I think he probably will. And Dan, honestly, I think Tom's just sick of it. You know, I mean, they've grinded him on the contract so many times, even though he's been so unselfish in that regard. I think he's kind of annoyed with the way things have gone from a contract standpoint and from the personnel around him this year, the last couple years. I think he wants to be back, but I think if they lowball him or give him flack about I think he's going to be like, you know what, forget it. I'm out of here. Uh, I'm out of here, too, and so are you. Uh, Good luck. Have fun uh, in Baltimore on Saturday night. The Titans, Ravens, Westwood One, and, of course, the Ross Tucker football podcast. Great to talk to you again, bud. Hey, congratulations on the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Thank you, Ross. I appreciate that. That's Ross Tucker. Also saw this story. The NFL's chief medical officer called Carson Wentz a hero. The uh, chief medical officer saying that Wentz was a hero for reporting his concussion during the Eagles' loss and disputed the notion the league system failed the Eagles' quarterback. I think what Carson Wentz did is heroic and should be highlighted as an example of how an unbelievably skilled and competitive athlete understands the seriousness of concussion injury and is willing to honestly report on it as well. I, I now I'm not I don't mean to make light or be flippant, but are you truly concussed if you understand 
this situation and what you're in. That, you know, in the moment, and I've had a concussion before, um, and I was out of it when I had a concussion. But uh, Seton Hall had a basketball player who was concussed, and he, I think, missed a month of the season. And uh, his name is Miles Powell, and he got concussed. He's sitting on the bench with his coach, and he, he thought he was in practice and that Seton Hall was practicing at Rutgers. That's when Coach knew, you're not going back in. You know, was Carson Wentz, I think Carson Wentz was wobbly enough that Josh McCown said to the team or the medical staff, you know, I think he's got a concussion. So Josh went in, in you know, for Carson Wentz. I mean, is it heroic that he turned himself in? I think it's smart to do that. Uh, ben Roethlisberger did this with a concussion. I think too many guys and, and a lot of people that I've met or I know, they would have gone in, they did go in, and they're suffering the after effects, the aftershocks with this. This is where the player gets into their 40s or 50s, and we lose touch or we forget about or we don't care. But in the moment, hey, you're 27 you're juiced up, ready to go, and you want to get back in there, and you're not thinking about when you're 45, 50, 60 years of age. And if Carson Wentz knew he was concussed, smart enough to say, I shouldn't be in there because I can hurt my team. That's the other part of this as well. You can go in there and try to be a hero and actually be hurting your team. But, you know, I hope more players understand this and are capable of making that decision. That's part of the problem. You might not be able to make the decision. Somebody else is going to be making that decision for you. And they are really keen on telling you it's an independent doctor. You know, Chris Collins were set at four times at one point during that game. Independent. Just to remind you that it's not the team. Because the team, we know, doesn't always act in your best interest. Yeah, Paul. And it seems like all the stories are that Carson Wentz volunteered to go in to talk to the doctors or volunteered that he was having issues. I, I, I th- we're waiting for the day, unfortunately, when someone gets hit and the independent guy takes a quarterback out of a game who wants to go back in, who's fighting to go back in, and they grab and pull him in the blue tent. Yeah, I mean, these there's varying degrees of concussions, and you can get your bell rung. That's what we had growing up. You got your bell rung. You got dinged. That's what they would call it. Now, if you get dinged or your bell rung, that's a concussion. You know, it's it's like a... One alarm, two alarm, three alarm, four alarm fire. You know, it's still a fire, but there are varying degrees of those concussions. But I, I just, there, there are people who are struggling now who played the game. You know, I, I like the safety precautions that they're putting in there. They're never going to create a helmet, I don't think, that can truly prevent concussions. Because your brain is what rattles around. I can protect the outside of your head, but what goes on inside, I can't. I mean, and these bodies move so fast, and, and it's just, you know, you're still not allowed. You're not supposed to lead with your helmet, but you, the helmet is involved in every single play. And a running back can duck his helmet. Uh, defensive backs or defensive players, you know, they may not be going for a kill shot, but they may end up with that. And Carson Wentz, he did the smart thing. He truly did. Did the smart thing. And you may not like it, and that's not the way old school football is, but... If Carson Wentz is my son, I would applaud him and say, you did the right thing. Now, I would tell him, will you slide next time, please? How about that? You slide next time for dad. All right. Take a break. Uh, Back after this on this Traeger Meat Friday. 
Growing old is mandatory, but looking old is not. And whether it's my bathroom lighting or these bright studio lights, I'm noticing every new wrinkle and flaw throughout the years. I've been noticing more and more. And that's where Plexiderm came into play. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly reduces wrinkles under eye bags and even crow's feet. It's a slam dunk for everyone. Plexiderm is completely foolproof. It works in minutes. I can use it right at home or maybe even here at the studio. I just got to try and hide it from the other guys because everybody wants to use my Plexiderm. Plexiderm really works. Even my kid noticed and he said, Daddy, you don't look so old anymore. And I said, thanks, pal. That's a really nice compliment. Take it from me and kick off the next chapter in your life by reducing the look of those fine lines and under eye bags. Go to triplexiderm.com and use the promo code DAN for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right. 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling one 800 685 1292 and mentioning code Dan. Plexiderm is backed by a 30 day money back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today and use the code Dan at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com code Dan. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com clicking on the support this podcast button and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible thank you for downloading subscribing and of course supporting and now back to the show five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go offer ends 73120 terms apply see www.5hewin.com for details got an email it's uh, from somebody named Joey who said his best friend Ian Russell is in the hospital right now dealing with MS and newly diagnosed with cancer he's a big fan of the show and if you could send a shout out that would be great The email goes on to say, hey, could you say, suck it, Ian? I know it sounds bad. It would give him a smile that he desperately needs now. Uh, let me look into the camera. I'll look into uh, camera one. Uh, Ian, hi, this is Dan Patrick, Hall of Famer. Suck it, Ian. And I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> Got his money's worth there. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, I threw in the Hall of Fame. That, that's at a little extra there. Uh, my wife's 40th birthday is next month, according to uh, Nathan, Nathan, who emails. Actually, she prefers to call it the 20th anniversary of her 20th birthday. Um, I'm a couple of years younger than her, so I need advice on how big a deal I should make of this. Oh, God. I planned a big trip with her to Napa, Sonoma, spent a couple of days in wine country, and some other friends uh, the week before her birthday, so... Should I also plan a party back home on our actual birthday or leave it alone? I feel like no matter what I do, 
it'll be wrong. Do you have any tips for me? That's uh, Nathan, who wants to take his uh, wife, who's turning 40 when they go to Napa. Yes, Paul. So he's already taken her to wine country. And then when she gets back, uh, another party, look, make sure he gets a card. He can go take her to Napa and all that stuff. There has to be a card, a party with the friends back home. You rarely get yelled at for overdoing it. But he's talking about the birthday. The day. The 40. She's turning 40. Yeah. And, and I think that's where he's trying to be sensitive with his, uh, with his wife. Um, if you're doing something special in Napa, Sonoma, I would do something small special when you get back home. And maybe, maybe you don't even do it with close friends. But if, if your, friends are, your friends are going to Napa and Sonoma with you, then you do something really small when you get back home. But by really small, maybe some jewelry. That'd be, that'd be my, uh, my advice on that. Anybody got any other words of wisdom here for this guy who might be divorced by the uh, next couple of weeks? Yes, Paul. McLovin has a, a tough month ahead. He has, I think, his wife's birthday, the Super Bowl trip, and his anniversary in like a 10-day span. No, no, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. So get back from the Super Bowl, straight to Valentine's Day, straight to birthday. Can I get one present for all three? Ooh, like a combo platter. Wow, that's going to be tough. I'm going to say no. I, th- I think you gotta you got to sprinkle. You're going to be in Miami for eight days. So yes. what I... Yes, Eden. So we have, I have in the same week, um, Valentine's Day... Uh, an anniversary of sorts for us that we celebrate, and my wife's birthday in in seven days. So what I I usually every year do a present every day, okay, through that span. But you sort of tailor them towards the occasion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, McLovin. There's no way Seat and I can combine a present here from Super Bowl, like something for both. Maybe we do a bulk. Yes. Like, <laughs> go to Costco. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, look, here's you know, we'll take 37 Costco. bits of sparkling water. There yeah. you go. We'll take two of those stuff. Love you, animals. honey. Yeah. It's always tough, you know, because you're, you're trying to figure out without, you can't ask the question, but you're trying to figure out what's the best thing to do or not do. I just think the more thought you put into it, the better. Unless it's really inexpensive thought. That sometimes doesn't play. Yeah, but like I, I sometimes didn't put much thought, but it was an expensive not much thought, <laughs> and it worked well. Yeah. But if you're going to go with just the thought, you know, you've given it great thought. I think that's what women appreciate. Yes, McClellan. Paul nailed it, too. That card is invaluable. The silly little card yeah. means the world. And don't let the card say everything. You have to say all the good stuff. Yes, Paul. Remember we had that idea years ago, like partner with Hallmark or something, and guys could put all their dates in yeah. of all their family members, and the cards are sent to your home. Like imagine a week before your wife's birthday, a card from Hallmark, a nice one, was sent to your home or a pop-up on your screen, and it, you could just press a button, and it was sent to you. You don't have to go to the store or anything. That's gold. Yeah, so you don't forget. And, and you know, there have been times when I go, oh, my God. And, and like you panic where you go, wait. Oh, no, no, it's not today. Yes, you it's almost actually like more so you can forget. Like, like don't worry about forgetting. They're just going to do it. You don't even have to remember. Oh, man, that's today? The I'm going to forget plan. Yeah. Uh, by the way, now you can, you can uh, overwhelm us with your Meet Friday songs, all right? You can send them in. Get ready to go. It is Meet Friday season, so send them in. Uh, 
any any theme that you want, any song that you want, it doesn't, you know, we did the holiday version of the Traeger Meat Fridays. Now you can send them in, and uh, we'll crown a champ coming up in March like we did last year. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have? AFC Championship, Riverfront Stadium, Dan. Cincinnati Bengals beat the San Diego Chargers 27-7 in the Freezer Bowl. I was there. You were there. And what was it? How bad was it? What was, Check- the, what was the worst thing you remember? It was unbearable. I couldn't imagine being out in it as opposed to the press box. With I mean, then the Bengal lineman came out without sleeves on. I And I swear to God, if, if you could have told the Chargers right then, you're going to lose in a respectable manner. You don't have to come out and play. Just go into the locker room. They might have accepted that privately. Also on this day, the 28-27 Niners over Cowboys, the catch, Montana to Dwight Clark. Mm, yeah, Dwight Clark, rest in peace. Yes, McLovin. Is that the year that the Chargers, I'm sorry if you said that, beat the Dolphins in that famous yeah. game? Yeah, that Chargers team should have gone to the Super Bowl. But has I'm anybody sorry, ever gone from those polar opposites, and emphasis on polar, polar opposites in temperature in Miami to go to Cincinnati? Because the wind chill was like 49 below zero. It, it was inhumane how cold it was that day. Yeah, McLeod. I feel like that Chargers team with Dan Fouts and should have been in the Super Bowl at some point. That was a very, very talented team. And Eric Coriel was one of my favorites. I just I just love what he designed. Um, but no, never got that that opportunity with that team. Uh, Todd, what did you learn today? Aaron Rodgers could be looked at as the second best quarterback of the modern era if he wins a second Super Bowl. Yeah, I think he jumps up the the ladder there if if he would win a second Super Bowl. And uh, I think people might look at him differently than Peyton Manning, uh, who has to. McLovin? Ross Tucker's all about the Vikings this weekend. Yes, he is. Boy, he sounded like he was in love. It sounded like he was picking the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl. Seton O'Connor. The uh, hot guy draft also doubles as a superhero draft, according to Josh Duhamel. Yeah. His His little boy going... What's the hot guy draft? And he's trying to say, well, it's like a superhero thing. <laughs> superhero, buddy. Of course, it is for <laughs> Josh awesome. Dumel. He's somebody's superhero. Paulie. In an effort to meet new women, Josh Dumel is going to other continents. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, what did I learn? Having Lane Kiffin and now Mike Leach coaching in the SEC is like a great reality TV show. Yes. What we learned brought to you by LegalZoom. Make 2020 a year you will remember for the right reasons. Use LegalZoom and help you... Uh, Get out there in the new year if it's a will or a living trust or an S Corp or, you know, a lot of things. LLC, they got it all for you. And at a great price, LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. Have a great weekend, everybody. And a special thanks to the great folks in Los Angeles at LABC who put on the TV portion of this program. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday. There are things that should not be copycat killers. They exist. Those who are compelled to turn bloody fiction into a real-life horror story. He was inspired by the Joker. They do it because the acts give them power and control. The license to kill. Life imitates art. And unfortunately, so does death. Reels and Podcast One, who brought you Murder Made Me Famous, comes the next great true crime podcast, Copycat Killers. Join host Dr. J. Buzz Von Orensteiner as he analyzes true crimes based on Hollywood hits. New episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. 
And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.